I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Good morning. Happy Friday. What's up? Happy weekend. Bill Ryder with you. Tom? Happy Friday, buddy. You good? Hanging in there? TGIF, Bill. I'm great. Thank God it's Friday, Tom tells us. Let's go. And what do we have lined up for you, do you ask? Kyrie's still kind of the worst. We're going to let him tell you that himself. A KD update. Time he's going to miss from slipping on the floor. Ain't good news. Not the end of the world, but it's not great news. A rumor involving Matthew Stafford and the Rams. Reported rumor. Reporting the Rams looking to move on from their Super Bowl winning quarterback. And maybe a, an examination reminder, the price you pay for one path to greatness. And there is a, a price. Kurt Heelan's going to be on the program. We got a robust, a beautiful, a bursting buyer sell from D-Cell. Is that, is that an apt description, Tom, of the headline-focused segment we do every day in about an hour and 20 minutes? I like that description there. Robust Friday edition of buyer sell. We got Bum of the Week coming up. We got a little braggadocio by me. I might have gone to Top Golf with my buddies who, who who style themselves one of them golfers. Might have gone to Top Golf last night, watched the game with my terrible golf swing, and my see where I live, Tom on on golf is, is about about four to six beer range. You get four to six Bud Lights in me, <laughs> we good. Talk about that a little bit, and we'll. Uh, We'll also get into uh, Andrew Bogish's questionable taste in movies. We got a lot going on. 855-212-4CBS, Twitter, Sports Runner, Sports R-E-I-T-E-R. I'm going to say something that's going to sound like hyperbole. I've been thinking about this. It's not. It, it, it's true. The Western Conference in the NBA this year is more wide open than it has been in the modern history of the NBA. You might as well just say the most open it's ever been because you have to go all the way back, all the way back really to the 70s to find a range where this this number of teams had an actual opportunity to be great and make the NBA Finals out of the West. And that was encapsulated. It's not limited to the Warriors, but was encapsulated another bizarre loss last night for Golden State. Cell and I were texting each other, and if you looked at our, our, our text exchanges, or if you talked to Warriors fans, 
it's 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 Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde on the road. It doesn't make sense. Golden State seven and twenty six on the road. That's the kind of basketball team that you should not be talking about in connection with having a chance to make a finals and win the whole thing. And the way they played yesterday, one hundred and thirty one to one ten beatdown at the hands of a Memphis Grizzlies team that a they hate each other. And B, there's there's no John Morant. And I know, I know, Memphis fans, I know, you guys have a history of playing really well when, when Ja goes down. But there's a lot of injuries on that Memphis team right now. There's a lot of guys that aren't playing. It's a banged-up team when you include Ja being out for, for issues that have nothing to do with, with physical injury. And it speaks to how wide open the West is. Because the Warriors are capable, maybe, possibly, not probably anymore, maybe, of getting in, making a run, being great. They're also capable of not making the playoffs. There are only two games above that mark on that 11 seed that would have them eliminated entirely from the play-in. They're currently six on a tiebreaker to actually have to avoid that situation in a very serious way. And you go down... Just the standings of what's happening. Denver Nuggets, top of the heap. I mean, if that's the team that you're going to make the case for as the team to beat in the West, the West is historically wide open. With no disrespect meant to Denver, but they've never broken through. You can make a case for the Suns, but Kevin Durant, and we'll get into this more detail later, going to miss two to three weeks. I know that Phoenix is really good. I'll give you some insight on what the Suns, I'm told, are doing with Kevin Durant, and they're still optimistic. But there is a history of the guy being hurt. There just is. And if KD is injured, as good as the Suns have been this year, they're not good enough to be a sure thing without him. They're just not. And he misses time. I love the Sacramento Kings. I love the idea that they shoot a beam of light into the sky. Maybe even aliens could see it. I don't know what's going on every time they win a game. And they're good and they're young and they're interesting. The Grizzlies are near the top of the standings. But the John Morant drama makes you wonder if he's there. And they need him to to make an NBA Finals. And even if he's around, you wonder what the impact's going to be. I mean, I don't even know what to tell you about the Clippers. Are they going to load manage in the playoffs too? Kawhi is going to miss Game 7 because he doesn't want to play today. I don't know. Even if Paul George does play, he has a tendency, Disney reference coming, to turn back into a pumpkin. The West is historically wide open. We've never seen this before. Ever. Here's a fun fact. In the last 24 NBA Finals, last 24, 20 of the teams that have come out of the West, 20 of the last 24, a generation, it's either been the Spurs, the Lakers, or the Warriors. That's 20 of the last 24 Western Conference winners. That's it. That takes us back to the end of the 90s. And then you have that ridiculous run by the Lakers that are the early 90s and the 80s. You have the Utah Jazz that are in there for a minute. We've never had a Western Conference that's felt competitive and wide open and attainable and takeable. And it's part of the frustration for the Lakers. And i got to give, I guess... The GM, LeBron, or maybe the assistant GM, Rob Palinka, it's a little little joke there, at Rob's expense, some credit. Because when when the Lakers moved on from, from Russell Westbrook, and they brought in some pieces that weren't flashy, and D'Angelo Russell, when he's healthy, I think is a nice player. He's more than, he's not a role player, he's a starter in the NBA, and he's a good player. The Lakers would have told you, if you got them on the phone, that they felt like they could be competitive and they could do something. And I rolled my eyes before LeBron's injury. And they were right, because it's so attainable and so takeable. Now, now LeBron got hurt. And I just wrote this over at, at CBSSports.com. I think luck is going to play a, 
unprecedented role in who wins an NBA championship this year, and especially in the West. Because John Morant acting at best like a young, immature fool, and at worst like something much more problematic, is terribly unlucky if you're that Memphis organization. Not unlucky for John Morant, he chose it, but for his teammates in his front office. And Denver has traditionally had trouble keeping Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. injured. And as much as the Sacramento Kings are really good, and they're, look, it's close, but they're second technically in the Western Conference, they're really young. And it would take very good fortune and things to bounce the right way for them to make an actual deep get through the West, make the finals run. I'm not going to go through every team. I'm just not. But there's a lot of things that can happen to the good Good fortune, good luck, good karma that can impact these things. And again, the Warriors speaks to this. I think I came on this show a month ago. Maybe it was less. And I told you, and this is part of the reason I'm telling you the West has never been this wide open before, ever. I told you three or four weeks ago, it's the Warriors to take. Because I looked at everything and the reality of these teams and the math and the history and the unreliability of certain superstars, so-called, in the West. And I thought, there's nobody that I trust but Golden State. It's Golden State and everybody else. And last night's game reminds me that I was wrong because Golden State's not reliable. They're in that same mix of question marks and maybes and couldbes. And that's not a great place to be when you're trying to understand who's going to be dominant. It is different in the East. It is the Celtics or the Bucks as the clear better teams. And I think there's a secondary tier beyond that that for me... Maybe in this order is Cleveland and Philly. I would flip it if Doc Rivers wasn't the head coach in Philly. And Knicks fans, Knicks fans, Knicks fans, you can be in there too. Sorry that one time I said Jalen Brunson wasn't Michael Jordan. And many times that Julius Randle's not Chris Bosh. They're both the best players of all time. Let's all be friends. Maybe the Knicks are in that group too. But it's probably going to be, barring injury, it's going to be Milwaukee or Boston. It's not like that in the Western Conference. And the Warriors' inability to flip a switch with Steph Curry back now for a few games speaks to this. This is insane to me. Last night, we have a great research department over at CBS Sports HQ. And one of the guys, one of the researchers, did a deep dive on the Warriors' woes on the road. Again, 7-26. It doesn't even make, it doesn't make sense. They won an NBA championship last year as more or less the same basketball team. I know Steph has missed two chunks of time, just came back from his second injury spell 11 games out, but they played well during that stretch. Haven't won since he returned. And he's played well at times. It's not like he's come back and he looks like Russell Westbrook. And while this researcher was putting together the data, I was texting people around the NBA. I'm working on some other stuff, just making small talk. What what the hell's up with the Warriors? And the answer I got, why are the Warriors bad on the road? From a few people were variations of, I don't know, man, what the hell's going on? It's weird. And in the weirdness, entering last night's game, the Golden State Warriors had the worst defense in the NBA over the last 10 road games of all teams on the road in that stretch, had the second worst offense, had the worst net rating, had the worst, they were basically the worst, they were the Rockets, they are the Rockets over their last 10 road games before last night. It doesn't up, It doesn't make sense. And I thought the Warriors were going to respond last night because there's this thing going on between Dylan Brooks and Draymond Green. And if you saw it, they got into their faces, and Tom was all there for it. it was like, it's like that stupid scene from Bridget Jones' Diary. It's a fight. It's a real fight, but it wasn't a real fight. It wasn't. But I thought that angst and frustration, that anger, that animosity, the disrespect, and it is disrespect. 
It's not just Dylan Brooks talking smack about Draymond Green. We'll try to play the clip later in the show. It's pretty good. Basically, it's Dylan Brooks saying he sucks at basketball. I don't. It's, but it's pretty well done. The animosity isn't just those guys. It's the teams. And there was no John Morant. And Steven Adams, who's, you know, he's still in his 20s, but he's the veteran of the team, is out. And Brandon Clark, who is not like a big superstar name, but is an important guy, may miss the rest of the season. He tore his Achilles last week. They had a very bad, terrible, not very good week. I mean, Memphis has been has been banged up in a lot of ways. It just felt like a situation where they were ripe for the taking in a rivalry. And Golden State laid an egg. And Steve Kerr came out. And I, to, again, to me, his exasperation about what's wrong with his team could be spread to a wider theme of why nobody in the West, I know Nuggets fans, I hear you screaming, nobody in the West has really claimed the conference as their own. But Steve Kerr obviously was talking about his own basketball team and just what an embarrassment they've been away from the Bay. We were impatient early and we took some really tough, quick shots and uh, I didn't think we got organized well enough. So I think in, in hindsight, um, probably got a little too cute with that. Um, but, you know, we are where we are. We're, we're searching a little bit on the road. In the past, there were three or four teams that could win something. And if luck intervened, or bad luck, depends on your perspective, of course, if Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson both went down, well, then it was, the, it was you know, Kawhi Leonard who was going to win with the Toronto Raptors. Or if, and I don't know if this qualifies as bad luck, maybe, if Draymond Green decided he wanted to kick a superstar with a sun don't shine, maybe it was LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers who, who would be able to make a run. And I gave you the stat on, on what, 20 of the last 24 Western Conference winners, finalists, final NBA Finals representatives from the West being the Spurs, the Lakers, the Warriors. I didn't even mention the fact that, remember, LeBron James from 2011 to 2018, 19, 18, won, made eight consecutive NBA Finals out of East on his own. And this has been true on both sides of the equation for a long time. The East still has a pecking order of power. But unless you believe that the Denver Nuggets are the dominant favorite in the Western Conference, and I don't, and neither does Vegas, and I like them, but we haven't seen it from Nikola Jokic, and we haven't seen Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray stay healthy. And here's a fun fact that Tom Haverstrow told us. Even if those two guys do stay healthy, Nikola's still never played with an all-NBA anything player or an all-star. There's none of those guys in that team. That makes it really difficult to, to just, just to say, yes, these are the guys. The Kings have questions. The Grizzlies have questions. The Suns were the team. Maybe they'll be fine. Kevin Durant injury is is just, it's a reminder the guy can't stay healthy. The Clippers think it's a 42-game season, so that hasn't helped. The Warriors we just talked about. The Timberwolves still have Carl Anthony Towns, so no. Dallas, I guess, but they have Kyrie who's going on Twitch saying, why do people not like me? I'm the best. We're going to explain it to you. The Lakers have LeBron James hurt. The Pelicans have Zion. I mean, what, now I'm at the Jazz. They're not making the finals. Let's make a case for the Thunder. Historically wide open. Going to be fun. 855-212-4CBS. I, um, what are the odds Bogus is listening right now, Diesel? Zero. He read, I like movie trailers. I like Jennifer Lawrence. He recommended a, a movie trailer on Jennifer Lawrence. Diesel, can I tell you the truth? I found it a little, oh, he's there. I found it a little disturbing. We're going to ask him about it. The Silver Fox has some, has some, uh, has some proclivities I wasn't aware of. And... I didn't know he was a Hall of Famer. He was showing off at the Garden. It's all, oh, and he's got muscles. It's all, it's, it's the bogus segment next year on CBS Sports Radio.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Welcome back to the show. Bill Ryder with you. I, I saw a tweet this morning. And it was Andrew Bogish and the guy from around the horn with their arms around each other. And the joy, I think it was at the garden, the joy on Andrew Bogish's face came across the screen. It's raining in L.A. It's dark. It's cold. It's very emotionally difficult. And the joy on Andrew's face, actually the warmth came across the screen, Bogish. You Um, guys looked happy. I never made you that happy. Well, um, I haven't known you as long as I've known Tony Reale, so you've got you got to work on it. We can get there one day. You guys were just, I mean, like you guys are real best friends. Well, Tony, Tony is is um, what's the right word? He's an all time leader in personality and effervescence. He was smiling ear to ear. It's a big smile. It, there's a lot going on there, and I think he raises all of everybody else's level. So, um, I think. Just me and Connell McShane, the third gentleman in the picture, would you wouldn't have the same takeaway. Tony elevates everything. I I love that for you guys. Um, I got a question for you, which you know is coming. So I love trailers. And I gotta revisit. I've only watched the trailer three times. So maybe I've what? What, Diesel? <laughs> you you've only watched it three no. times? He's doing research, yeah. Diesel. The no hard feelings. And really, this isn't necessarily entirely on you. Jennifer Lawrence's choice as an actress. Yeah. If I understand the concept, Jennifer Lawrence is an attractive woman in her late 20s, early 30s who has no money, who uses sex as a tool, who gets hired by a bunch of rich parents, and these people do exist in L.A., who basically want her to seduce their high school son so he's cool. Yeah. Don't. 
I just don't like gym teachers and lunch ladies go to prison for this. Well, so let me just I correct one premise note as far okay. as I believe it. I don't think that she is by trade a sex worker. No, she, she's not. She was an Uber driver right, right. and not doing well, so she loses her car. Well, well, by she's becoming a sex worker based on the premise. Right, of the right, show. right, right. But this is a new career yes. path for her, so it's not, not like to say that. Sorry, yeah. So yes. this is she sees an but ad she in the uses paper. Sex as a tool because in the opening clip, the guy's taking her car, and he's she's like, "I missed you." He's like, "Are you just saying that?" And then somebody else comes out of the house. Yeah, no, true, but not for pay. She was not by 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 her profession. I mean, she was going to use it to get her car back in the in the, in no, the trailer. Listen, I saw. You use your charm for a lot of things. I wouldn't call you a sex, a sex worker. worker? <laughs> Thank you. My kids in the car listen to the show. I can't wait to explain what that term means. I guess I brought it up. No, you brought it up. Well, maybe I did. My point. I mean, look it. It looks disturbing. It's I know. a weird movie. Uh, isn't that what I said to you yesterday? I was like, I don't know if I'm supposed to laugh or feel bad for Jennifer Lawrence that she's in this movie. But if it's a weird movie like that, maybe you don't pass it along to your colleagues and your coworkers. Okay, now Disagree. hold on here. Because All right, Grandma. If you're not strong enough to watch that two-and-a-half-minute movie trailer, I can't help you here, Right buddy. here, hand raised. I could not get through the whole thing. I, I mean, shame on you. What? I, I, it's weird. It's creepy. I two don't want to watch that movie. How do you know? You didn't even make it to the two-minute trailer. Because what I did see is weird and creepy. The kid's creepy, too. I mean, what was the movie Weird Science, right? At least those dorky kids were likable. Like, oh, I hope that the creature they create introduces them to the joys of the universe. But this kid, I'm like, I just think maybe he seems like he's a serial killer. Maybe Jennifer Lawrence's character is just... Just not have a car. Maybe yeah, go I, work at Starbucks or something. Or for the actual Jennifer Lawrence, be in a real movie. Like I don't yeah. this like is, pass on this script. Like I'll, I'll tell your agent I'm good. No thanks. Right, because you couldn't make this movie in reverse. Like you couldn't have an attractive. You couldn't have Zac Efron hitting on a 19 year old shy teenage girl. That would never fly. So why would this be 19? Yeah, are we sure not? Nineteen in the movie? I thought I thought they said nineteen. I thought, jo- yeah, because there's so many nineteen-year-old high school kids out there. Does he say high school? So eighteen. There's I mean, he has to be. Uh, he has year. to be of age. So he's got to be eighteen. Right. Okay. But you're right about Zac Efron. Can't be. Right. You couldn't yeah. do Zac Efron and an eighteen-year-old girl in in high school before she goes away to college. Her parents asking <laughs> Zac Efron to flirt with her. It's Flirt's so bizarre. Not... Date him. Date him hard. I believe was the uh... yeah with creepy Matthew Broderick. As the dad. Right, with the long hair. Yeah. He was creepy. Like, I, like if you watch it, you almost would think that they're, like, spoofing a real movie. Like, that it's supposed to just be funny and only be two and a half minutes and that's it. I pulled up a clip on YouTube and I thought it was a – part of the reason I watched it twice when I got it done, I thought, bogus is punky. This isn't real. It's some skit I missed. It's some – so I went to the an official movie trailer page, and there it was. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I saw a link of it yesterday. At Variety wrote about it. Like, that's how I found the trailer, was in Variety. Reading the trades. No, by accident. <laughs> reading the trades. You should be in L.A. Well, there's a, many reasons why I should be in L.A. <laughs> Not right now, man. It's raining. Yeah. It's cold. I heard about that. I did dominate some top golf yesterday, though. Oh, look at you. Oh, yeah. My guy, my guy showed up. He's like, you know, golf is how it works. I'm like, all right, man. Three to six beers. That's my range. 
got to that four That's beer your mark handicap. We off that we were off. That <laughs> is this is my handicap. Um, all right, a couple couple notes here. I'm sure you have this in the update. Kevin Durant is going to be reevaluated in, in two to three weeks to see where he's at. He slipped on the floor. Greg Moore, my buddy, good job, Greg, columnist of the Arizona Republic, first reported that there was concerns within the organization he could miss the regular season. I mean, two to three weeks, there's only four and a half weeks left in the regular season. Here's what I hear. They're optimistic. They feel like in Phoenix, they're going to take their time with Durant the way they did in his return post-All-Star game where they know they're in good shape. They're basically more or less ensconced in the four seed. I guess in theory they could fall to five. They're three games up. They probably won't. They're very good without him. In theory, maybe they could make a run and try to take down the Kings, or I think the Grizzlies are actually in three, but that seems unlikely. So they're not going to rush Durant back. This injury, in theory, shouldn't have a huge impact on them. But we just did an opening where, I, I don't know, guys, like, he's hurt all the time. It's Do either of you feel confident? I don't feel confident in any level of certainty that I can count on Kevin Durant for a two-month playoff run. I know it's a freak injury, but he's just hurt a lot. That's what I'm leaning on. I'm leaning on that it was a freak injury here. I don't think that makes it any better, but I think I've, you know, formed it in my head where once he comes back, and by the way, Greg Moore might be right. He's going to be reevaluated in two to three weeks. Like, he may miss the entire remainder of the regular season. I think once he's back, I'll feel a lot better that even if it's game one of the playoffs, that they can still make a run to the finals. I think they'll be okay. If he's healthy, Andrew. I mean, I don't, I don't know how to process the fact that the dude leg buckled in pregame layup lines. Not that he's like falling apart or anything like that, but like it's such a, it's such a, it's such a freak injury after injuries of twice now, guys falling into his different knees or landing on somebody else's foot. Like this just keeps happening to him. So maybe it doesn't for the two and a half months of the postseason, and they're fine. Or maybe he comes back and something else goes. I, I don't. I don't know how to process this. This is so bizarre and so out of nowhere and so almost karmic. Like, the universe finally was like, all right, dude, like, enough of your shenanigans. Like, I'm just going to yank your your ankle real quick and knock you out for three weeks. Oh, first you're, you're telling us to watch a show about an adult seducing a kid. Now, I like the edge. Now you're... He deserves it, you're saying. And the I, universe. The I'm universe, the bad guy on the show. The universe might have said he deserved it. I don't pass any judgment. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. You're just playing universe translator. Yeah. It's right. not me. The universe hates you. Possibly. I mean, there is something to it. I, I didn't really want to agree with it, but there is something There is something to it. He, You guys have probably seen the clips, and I saw an angle that I hadn't seen last night on, on CBS Sports HQ, which I know we all watch religiously, and, and I was on there. And he's an incredible basketball player. He's a freak physically. It is when he's healthy. It is amazing to watch the guy. He's almost seven feet tall. Just bring the ball down and do his thing. But when he buckled from one of the angles, it also he just looks so physically unique and all, fragile is the word I'm like searching for in a way that wasn't going to be disrespectful. He does look like he does sort of appear to be the model for Mr. Glass in Unbreakable, the M Night, M. Night Shyamalan underrated movie. It's almost like he's uh, like a baby deer, like trying to figure out how to walk on his. Four huge legs, like, just out of the womb. But I guess also, too, like... He, out of the womb? You went womb? Yeah. I guess also, too, he <laughs> tried for, like, ten minutes to, to play. Like, he went underneath the arena and, like, warmed right. up. And so I even wonder now if the three... We'll see him again in three weeks is just because they know they don't need him. And they're just going to push everything as far as possible because there's no rush to have him come back. 
Certainly what I heard is like he's hurt, but they're just going to err on the side of yeah. let's make you better and then wait a bunch more time anyway. My worry is not this injury per se so much as just, you know, I can't use the Humpty Dumpty label for more than one person. That's Anthony Humpty Dumpty Davis. But, like, if... <laughs> if Who got elbowed in the face the other night, too? Like, it's a, it's comical. It's it's. But if Humpty Dumpty exists, and I guess, like, there's a there's a world, you know, there's like a... He can't be the only egg that can talk, right? Like, there must be, like, a... Others, so so maybe, you know, maybe there's a different Dumpty. Would it be Lumpty Dumpty? I don't know what you would call the other Humpty Dumpty, but my point is Humpty Duranty. No, Ooh, Humpty Durant. Do we like that? Mm. Oh, Tisa looks. I don't mm. like it. Nah, I'm just trying to be Bill. It never worked. Clearly, Whoa. there's only one Bill. We'll, we'll thank God. Everyone says in unison, we'll work on it. We'll work on. But I Durant misses so much time, and when he's when he's healthy, he's healthy. But I don't know, man. I just I can't decide if I think the Suns are a sure thing or if the West is wide open because he's not going to be around. Because Chris Paul is 85 years old now. Like, you don't have to look it up. Don't, he's 85 years old. I mean, even, Have you watched this guy play? Even Durant himself, we're talking about his body type. He's also almost 35 years old. Yeah. I think LeBron has made us think that that's not old in the NBA. That's still old for the NBA. Like, he's getting up there. Especially the surgeries and injuries he's had. And the fact that as um, as my as my colleague Andrew Bogus, Tom Reali's best friend, said Tony Reali, Tony, did I say I'm Tom? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who Tom is. He might be great, but I know Tony. I was combining D Cell and Reali <laughs> because the they're simil- so similar. There's a vibe. There's just a vibe. <laughs> you know. I see it. I see the connection. You know, it would be like if if Tom Cruise and another magnetic. It's it's a yeah. I'm sorry, Tony. Um, as you said, Andrew. Because Durant looks like a, what was it, a deer trying to learn to walk on its after it yeah. came out of the womb? You yeah. went womb. Womb. I did. It went womb. I did. You went womb. Went Are you back. a Hall of Famer at Fordham? I am not. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. I saw the tweet and I thought you were. No, I. none of us in the picture, the three of us, none of us are Hall of Famers yet. Not even Tom Reale? Not even, no Reale is in the Fordham no Hall of Fame at the present moment. I got I got D-Cell. D-Cell's in a new habit of just texting me. When he wants me to change the subject. So. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> he really wants to play. Here's the thing. Kyrie says it on Twitch. And this, I'm going to tell you the truth. I read it yesterday. This is all true. And I, it's news. And we should, we should, you should hear it. And I just like, oh, my God. And then D-Cell sent me the sound of it this morning. And I you know, usually listen to the sound. I clicked on it. And I started to play it. And I couldn't do it. I can't listen. I just, like, I'm over this guy. And then I called Tom to talk about the show. Tom, is this true? Oh my god! I'll, and I started. To, how far did I make it to? Until I stopped, said I can't listen to this guy. Uh, I would set it at about five seconds. I'm only made. This is why I don't want to even do this segment. Kyrie is is, is full of it, and he. But do you guys want to? We can. We can. You know, it's a democracy. Do you want to listen to Kyrie talk about on Twitch how he's misunderstood and everyone's a jerk, d- bogus? Um, I don't. Diesel, you're really into it. <laughs> uh, I would vote yes. I would vote yes to play it and everyone hear it. All right, so uh, me and Andrew don't want to do it. Right. We, th- we, we're we over this guy. It has nothing to do with you, right? It's it's just we don't want to do it. Are we but sure you're... it has nothing to do with me? Are we sure? Yeah. Why would you? Yeah. Why, why would... Well, here's what it has to do with you. You're important to us. Yeah, right? you are. But again, the way, oh, that... the, way yeah. the voting structure works, he loses here five to one because your vote counts for three. Mine counts for two. His counts for one. So. I'm going to agree to disagree. His vote matters to me, and so we're going to play it. I'm oh, gonna... boy, he lost, though. 
Yeah, but like two, he wins one, it. five one. He, he lost. wins in our hearts, man. You know what? Where's my button? <laughs> you, you're getting, no, you're not. <laughs> you can you. You're gonna bogey. Listen to Kyrie. Hands away from the mic. Hands away from the button. But I right. still objecting from this segment. Well, that's what it's there for. I kind of wish I had one. You got Billy. All right, you do have one. I know, but I'm not gonna it's do it. It's called Infinity because your name's <laughs> on the show. <laughs> sort of. It's a pun. No one understands. All right. All right. Why is uh, a guy whose last name is Reader have a show called Rock? What is Reader than you mean? <laughs> what is? Can't even say his own name correct. Is it about books? What an <laughs> idiot. Um, all right. On Twitch, Kyrie Irving feeling, you know, uniquely sorry for himself in a way that has no bearing with reality. Here here we go. For three hours, and you think you know who I am. You see a few posts. Oh, Kai's woke. Kai got it. Oh, oh, Kai is, oh, my goodness, he just... He just doesn't fit into the mold of all of the other people. And, man, he's different. He's crazy. He's arrogant. He's this. He's that. He's this. All from seeing me from three hours. You get all that. Kai, well, what's Kai going to do this summer? Does Kai like Dallas? What happened in Brooklyn? What happened in Boston? What happened in Cleveland? Why did you leave LeBron? Why did you leave Jason? Why did you leave Katie? Why did you leave all these people? For three hours get to ask all these legitimate questions as if 21 hours every day wasn't happening after that me you would think that i'm the cancer in the locker room as if basketball is an individual sport that one person is supposed to take blame for it's 15 guys on the team and i and i'm the one cancer in the room that's what it's portrayed as. That's what that's what you guys get. That's that's what they have fun doing. That's what why why these older, bitter gentlemen and women keep my name in their mouths every day. All right, I was wrong. We should not play that. I just got dumber. I'm just dumber for listening to that. Did Bogus just leave? Is he still sitting there? Oh yeah, I'm here. I mean, I can't leave my post, but you just turned the camera the off. Visual bogey. Visual. Should have bogeyed that. You should have bogeyed You that. should have. Why would you give in the D-cell? I want Tom to feel like he's... He, Tom does have... I don't know. I mean, do I even have to address the <laughs> stupidity of Kyrie's points? D-cell, does he have to? I mean, we've we've strongly criticized and ripped Kyrie consistently on this show. Uh, I, I, I felt like we should hear him again. Apparently, I was outvoted. It doesn't even make sense. A... You're out there like being anti-Semitic and not and, and not showing up for your team and all this stuff outside of the game. And B, nobody sees anybody for 24 hours. If a guy walks up to me and punches me in the face, his excuse can't be you didn't see me for the other 23 hours, 58 minutes, and 119 seconds. That didn't happen. Got you, Ryder. Not guilty. I mean, what are you talking about? Are we kidding? What an idiot. This guy thinks he's so smart, it turns out, because he thinks all of us are dumb. We're not all stupid. What an... Oh, my God, this guy's the worst. Your Honor, I know there's a video of me breaking some law, but you didn't see me the other 23 hours. Not guilty. Drop the mic. I'm walking out of here. That doesn't even make sense. 
And he also I was going to be convinced Jordan was the best of all time, but I realized I didn't see him sleep eight hours a night. Who knew what happened in his dreams? <laughs> he also presented, I don't know, 11 questions that if he answered, we actually <laughs> might know more about him. But, like, we're... We're judging him on his actions. Like, I don't understand. Like, we've seen all these things happen that he created. Oh, that's what that's what lets us know who he is. He keeps running his mouth. A hundred and million percent. <sighs> See, we're, this was avoidable, too. Look what look at the bomb D-Cell dropped in the middle of this show. We were rolling along, laughing, smiling, giggling about Tom Reale and the Fordham Hall of Fame. And then Diesel goes, you should mention Kyrie. And here we are. Uh, I, I mean, the guy's on Twitter. What does he mean only the three hours? I, I didn't go on your Twitter account and make you tweet anti-Semitic garbage. <laughs> what are you talking about? If we only judged you on your basketball, we'd yeah. love you. Yeah. 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 How about you focus on that? You're, it's, you're, it's not like we can hear what you're saying on the court. You know? You know? All right, let's. Uh, we're gonna run play number five, and I hate this type of people. I mean, no, we can't hear what you're saying. If he had only given us those three hours, he'd be a top ten all time player. But instead, Kyrie, he shut up, Kyrie, and we hate him. Sorry, that's okay. You're right. You get it. Diesel doesn't. Uh, no, I may have been outvoted, but that was uh, four or five great minutes of radio there. So I, I won this. I won. It's not a, okay. You won the rest of the world lost. It's <laughs> we award you no points. Oh, man. I just... I just uh, Bogish has made the best point that I've heard on a radio show in a long time. It, if Kyrie... If we could just judge him on the three hours that he's on the court, you're right. We'd all love him. Kyrie... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I try not to listen to that clip. I listen to everything. I'll take it in. I love content. Give me all the content to process what I want to talk about. And I couldn't do it this morning. I watched that creepy trailer with Jennifer Lawrence three times yesterday. And I could not listen to Kyrie Irving talk. See, now you understand my strategy. Look at the look at the pain and suffering mm-hmm. I save myself by abstaining from your conversations at times. Not all of them, sometimes. I, I would have normally avoided this. Had I not burned a bogey earlier this week, I might have bogey this oh, one and true. saved us all. True. You didn't true. come to the rescue either, but I, try, I threw you a lifeline. You didn't take it. It's fair. All right. Decent. I love how Tom made it about him. A win. Whatever. Whatever he needs. <laughs> all right. I got, a, uh, I got a reminder that the Rams' house being on fire was part of the plan. Oh, Matthew Stafford might be traded. Half the... Important people want to quit. This doesn't have anything to do with Kyrie Irving, so you don't want to go anywhere. Uh, on the Rams' successful plan and the consequences, it's coming up on the show after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogish. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, 
Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. All right, to those of you, Chester, all mad, go play tennis. You don't know about the Kings. How dare you? You guys are awful defensively. Look, I don't want to hate on, on Sacramento because I think it's really cool what they're doing. They're fun to watch. They are so exciting offensively. Darren Fox has literally the most clutch points of any player in the NBA this year. He is statistically, and I think the clutch stats are sort of silly, but whatever. It's an indication. No team... No team has ever made, ever, an NBA Finals with a defense as bad as what Sacramento's is this year. You're not making the Finals. Now can I go play tennis? Awesome. I love it. Let's all be friends. Let's be friends. Oh, except for Kyrie. So there's some drama coming out of, of uh, L.A. with the Rams. A report out there from Michael Lombardi. Is that who? He should be on the show. What's he doing now? Decent. Where's Lombardi at these days? What's he up to? Uh, he's in Vegas working for Veasan, <laughs> the old Veasan, the old gambling network. So Lombardi's reporting that not only are the Rams interested, open to the idea of moving on from Matt Stafford, they have made phone calls to other teams exploring that possibility. You've got Sean McVay, who's still very young but seems to be from a distance burned out, has talked about, contemplated the idea of retirement. Aaron Donald is a guy who has been pretty open about the idea of maybe not playing. You've got cap hits next year for Cooper Cup at $28 million-ish. Aaron Donald for $26 million-ish. Jalen Ramsey, $25 million. Matthew Stafford's at $20 million. Leonard Floyd's at $22 million. I mean, they are in a terrible situation. They won oh, five games last year, 5-12. and 12. They were lackluster. They were uninspired. They also had a championship hangover, but they... They're not very good, and they're not going to be very good, and the rebuild's going to be painful. And it's going to be miserable, and maybe Stafford will be moved on. Less need. We're not going to play it for you, but just talked about, I guess we've we got to kind of keep him. It was not a real rousing endorsement. And McVay's burnout's going to increase as it becomes clear that there's a long way to go to, to turn things around. And the old, you know, bleep them picks has come back to haunt them, but this is what you have to keep in mind. And really for the Lakers, too, if you want to make this comparison. It's worth it. The Rams with open eyes 
made a huge gamble to win a Super Bowl. They understood they were they were jeopardizing their future for probably a two or three year window with a lack of draft capital, the inability to restock with young players, and cap health. They knew they were doing this. And they won a Super Bowl and it was worth it. They were always gonna pay this price. This was always gonna happen. The question wasn't whether or not they were gonna be bad and in cap hell and not have the assets that they need to rebuild quickly and all the consequences that come with this. The question was gonna be, were they gonna get the payoff? And that answer was answered two Super Bowls ago where they won the whole thing. It's worth it. And I know that people roll their eyes and say the Lakers won in COVID. They did win in COVID. But it was a championship. And they traded away so many good players bringing Anthony Davis. And the Lakers certainly believed that they had a longer window because they weren't aware that, that Anthony Davis is Humpty Dumpty. I don't know how they didn't know, but they didn't know. But, but Dave, COVID was the best thing that happened to Anthony Davis. He got a bunch of time off. He didn't have to play consecutive basketball the way that you do now. That time off during COVID allowed him not to be broken down. And when they came back late, they won a championship. What the Lakers are going through now, and it's going to probably get worse, because as LeBron gets less able to carry the weight of everything, they're going to look a lot like the Rams. Glorious once, frustrated now, and a little ways away from being good. It was worth it. So maybe Stafford isn't as good as he used to be. Maybe they're in cap hell with a bunch of guys who don't make the same impact. Maybe their head coach doesn't want to be there but doesn't really know what to do. He's a young guy. And that sucks, and it's going to be miserable, and Rams fans are going to go through it. It was worth every single moment of whatever pain there was last year. There's going to be this year, this year, and there might be next year. Look, these guys might win. They really might win 15 games over a three-year period. They might. They won a Super Bowl. Tom, would you trade three bad years for the Jets to win a Super Bowl. You've had, you've had, some teams have those all the time. I absolutely would, and I think what's good about the Rams here, you mentioned Les Snead, they know the situation that they're in now. They're not trying to deny it. I mean, we've heard trade rumors about Matthew Stafford, Jalen Ramsey. They they know they're in cap hell right now, and they're trying to fix it. I just don't know that they'll be able to execute it. So I can appreciate at least the Rams brass knows what's happening here. Yeah, and look, that was always going to be the deal. It is interesting that no, I wouldn't want Matt Stafford, and maybe that's a huge mistake. He just spinal cord contusion, which is why he didn't finish the season last year, and they had to bring in Baker Mayfield? No, thank you. And Baker's not, obviously, they don't have a solution. It's going to be miserable, but it's worth it. Uh, You know what else is worth it? Sticking around. Kurt Heelan, my buddy, NBC Sports Basketball Insider, joins me next on CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.